Welcome. Good to have you here. This is for the love of country with Atinoke Ojenema. You are listening because you love your country and you're willing and desiring to make a difference. Thank you for joining me here. Good day, people. My name is Atenoke Ojenema. I am a patriotic Nigerian and a nation builder. I love my country isn't by mouth. This week episode, I will be sharing with you on the topic pursuing peace. Is peace possible? Can a country of over 250 ethnic groups, different religious sects, and varying socio-economic class ever coexist peacefully? Can we raise our families, build our businesses, and build a country of our dreams without peace? How can we both individually and collectively pursue peaceful living in our personal lives and the society? Can not having to live peacefully negotiable? Certainly not possible, friends. Having peace is like water needed to live. We thrive and live well in the absence of hostility, unrest and violence. We live better and meaningful lives in a state of mutual harmony between people or groups of different strata. Then, how much do we desire to live peacefully? What can we do to achieve this as individuals, ordinary citizens, collectively as a people to make peace and sustain it? Because no one person can thrive in an hostile atmosphere. No family or business can survive in an hostile environment. No community can stand or progress in a violent atmosphere. We all cannot make it. No nation can develop or grow economically without peaceful coexistence among the people and borders. Therefore, a peaceful country is a secured environment which affects all aspects of economic and social development, which is a necessary sine qua non to the realization of human rights. For this to be, we all have roles to play in ensuring we have personal peace as individuals and national peace as a country. We all are stakeholders in the process of making and maintaining peace at any point or place or position that we are in. Pursuing peace is to be tackled at every level of influence, starting from you and I as individuals, as families, community associations, religious gatherings, corporate organizations, even up to the three tiers of governmental responsibilities. At the individual influence, we must take personal responsibility to pursue peace at all times. You can't give what you don't have. And so, it is very important and now becomes necessary that we acquire and practice a state of being at peace with oneself, having a desirable positive thinking and emotions, a peaceful internal disposition for oneself 
and others while contributing to resolving of otherwise seemingly irreconcilable competing interests. To achieve peace individually, we need to think always of win-win when dealing with others. Let's do good to others and forgive them who wrong us. If we can individually have the responsibility to have consideration for other people and we're able to manage our differences, resolve conflicts without violence, and we're able to work together to improve quality of our lives, then we can maintain peace as individuals. At the family level, the family is the smallest unit of the society. Any tangible changes or difference we wish to see in the society at large or in our country must first begin at home. Charity, they say, begins at home. At home, children are groomed, nurtured, cultured, and raised to be independent, responsible carriers and lovers of peace. We must intentionally begin to teach train and model peaceful behavior to our children in preparation for the future we want to see and that we want them to live in. The influence of our religious leaders should be leveraged on, encouraging their congregation to pursue the path of peaceful coexistence. After all, the God we love and serve is a peace-loving God, so it is expected we please Him. True, the bulk of the work on peacemaking is on that of the government. The government has a huge, huge role to play in pursuing peace. True peace cannot be without security, stability, and justice. In words of Martin Luther King Jr., I quote, Real peace is not reflected in the cessation of tension, but in the presence of justice. It is the responsibility of the government to maintain peace by the provision of safety, security, and stability and justice for all our people. A society where everyone lives in safety without fear or threat or violence. A society where everyone is equal before the law. The systems for justice are trusted and fair. And where effective laws protect people's rights in written and in practice. Our leaders in politics and government will have to sincerely and objectively look into these issues, preferring realistic, practicable and sustainable solutions if we must desire national peace. No country can develop or grow economically without peaceful coexistence among our people and borders. A peaceful environment can propel national production, trade and investment in all sectors of the economy. No country can develop or grow economically without peaceful coexistence among our people and borders. A peaceful environment can propel national production, trade and investment in all sectors of the economy. For example, according to the World Bank rankings, Rwanda has stood out to be one of the best places for ease of doing business. Indicators used to arrive at such data include safety of people and protection of investments, amongst others, all of which are premised on the level of security and peace Rwanda has. Normally, people avoid high-tension areas and volatile places either to live in or do business in. And while peaceful places are attracted for investments and for residents, the honest truth 
is as long as we live together as a people, as long as there are people congregating and gathered together, there will always be conflict. A need will surely arise that will bring about disagreements, resentments, or hunger. No doubt. But if we all have the orientation to pursue and make peace at all times, then it becomes a lot easier to settle our differences, grievances, and anger amicably in a civilized manner. The truth is, we all want to prosper as individuals, as families, as a community, and even as a country. Therefore, the path of pursuing peace at all times is non-negotiable. To manage our differences for a win-win situation, it is for us to agree to pursue peace as a people. But then, can we even agree except we unite? Remember, in my last episode, I spoke on the need for us to unite. So, pursuing peace intentionally and deliberately will help us unite easily because peace will foster unity. In reality, a peaceful agreement may temporarily be unfavorable to a person, a party, or a people, but will surely at the long run become favorable for her. Sometimes, the sacrifice to let peace be may give a feeling of being weak or being a fool or a feeling of being a loser when looking at it from the immediate way. But these are not exactly true. They are actually just the price to pay for peace to reign in the short term, which, if patiently pursued to the end, will eventually give us all an environment where we thrive and we can live peacefully. So, sacrificially pursuing peace in the short term is actually just for the long-term gain, beneficial for all. Take for instance, the ability of the NSAS protesters to retreat from the protest isn't out of fear or out of having the feeling of failure or being losers. Instead, it is the short-term sacrifice to pay to pursue the path of peace in the country they love and they are fighting to live in. They have sacrificed for peace now and I pray we will all live to see the long-term gain which will be good for us all by God's grace. Peace is good. Peace is profitable. Peace is possible. With peace, everyone lives without fear or threat to violence. With peace, everyone lives and thrives in a stable economic and political environment. With peace, everyone is able to participate in shaping political decisions and make government accountable to the people. We must move through peace to establish cooperation, friendly relations, and coexistence regardless of who people are, where they come from, or what they do. Allowing peace to reign is a choice to be made and a decision to abide with. Individually first, then collectively, peace is possible. Together, we build the nature of our dreams. Thank you for tuning in today. 
please kindly do so again next week. I would love to have your opinions and questions. It's good we reason together. Encourage others too by sharing this with your contacts. Together we will build the Nigeria Bar Dream. Oh, yeah.